Good Share Podcast with Ryan and Ice. I'm Ryan. And I'm Ice. All, All right. right. <laughs> hey, buddy. Hey, bud. Been so long since we've done this. I know. It's been a whole week. <laughs> it's been not, it's been a day. <laughs> but, oh, well, to the listeners, it's been a week. Well, maybe, who knows when this comes out? Maybe it'll have been two weeks. It could have been two weeks. Are there, are there still listeners out there? Yeah, let us let us know. Let us know if you're a listener. Yeah, please do. Let's let's hear it for the listeners. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. So last at the tail end of the last episode, I mentioned you know where you can find the podcast. But you know what? You're probably know where all that is since you're listening already. Uh, Unless you're just kind of scraping through YouTube and happen to come across us, which is cool too. But um, at least on iTunes and I think Amazon, um, you can, uh, rate, I think it's those two that yes. I'm yeah. now, of course you can give us thumbs up on YouTube, which is very pleasant. And yeah. we appreciate that. It, it, it tickles my chinny chin hairs whenever somebody <laughs> does that. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Here, here. Yeah. There you go. Okay, thank, thank you. Uh, I don't know. Where, I bring, my hand I'll out bring of frame? My, okay. I bring my hand yeah. into frame. <laughs> uh, oh, you know, gosh. I was uh, thinking about how funny that'd be if we had a gag where I, you hand me something, I hand you something. I think that would be we're fantastic. Have, we're have to do that. We'll work something up. Yeah. Anyway. So anyway. <laughs> If you can uh, uh, hit the thumbs up or you can uh, rate us on whatever application you're using, yes, please. please do that. And if there's that... any any spots for, for you to leave a review, mm-hmm. you know, let us know what you think. Are we talking too much? Are we talking not enough? Are we talking about things you don't care about? Or are there yeah. things you want us to talk about? You know, all that stuff. I mean, and and how... subscribe, too. Subscribe. Yeah, do so that. You, so you don't miss an episode. Right. Because, you know, here's the thing. Like, are we talking enough or are we not talking? Yes, exactly. Like, how long is your drive? Do we need yeah. to talk a little bit yeah. more? Fill in a little more space? Let us know what you're doing when you listen. Are you driving or are you mowing your yard? Are you walking on the treadmill? Or are you just yeah, making lunch? You know, let us let us know. Yeah, we're interested. We want to know. Yeah. So, uh, I believe Lonnie's working when he's listening, but I'm not, I believe so. Yeah. I'm not a hundred percent sure. Although if that's true, he does not get much work done because every time he listens, he texts me a bunch (laughs) while he's listening. (laughs) So Lonnie, I'm going to let your boss, I don't even know where you work. I'm going to let your boss know you need to be more focused. His boss listens to the podcast. Hey, Lonnie, uh, Clayton is also, uh, he's a machinist, right? He, I, yes, yes is, he's a machine. What is that? What does that mean? That's just uh, someone that fixes machines? <laughs> no. A machinist is someone that uses a, like uh, either a lathe, like in a metal shop. I'm yeah. not talking about wood lathes, but like a lathe in a metal shop. Or they'll use like some type of CNC. Or they'll do any okay. type of machining that's required on like some type of metal fabrication to fit parts. <clears throat> gotcha. Or to make parts, proprietary parts. I know that he had worked on something that was licensed to his shop that was, or not licensed, but commissioned to his shop to do aerospace. Um, And I think they do that a lot bit, but I think, and I might be incorrect about this because Lonnie did tell me about some of it, but he didn't do any great detail and this has been years ago. classified. 
it was classified information, but he was working for some stuff off of uh, Area 51. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I think it was NASA. Like, he okay. had some stuff that was commissioned to a shop from NASA. It was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, like, small little shops like that. It's surprising how many of those little shops, because I've got um, a brother-in-law that also does machining work for another company. And he worked for a company in Pennsylvania that also was commissioned some work from NASA for some... Um, Honeycomb panels. Oh, uh, for the for the cereal. Yeah, yeah, for the NASA cereal for you know the astronauts to space eat. Space food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Space food. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's funny how like NASA will outsource a lot of that, like these right. things. Small. They're small jobs, but they're large job, large enough where it's not one off. Um, but they have to like segment a bunch of their parts for a particular project yeah, yeah. off and in, in, onto hundreds of different little shops like that. Not to say that Lonnie shop is a small one, but it, it relatively, I think well, it's compared smaller to like compared to NASA. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. But anyway, I've yeah. always just wondered, I mean, that's kind of what I thought, but uh, yeah, I don't know a tremendous amount about it, but it is something that interests me. So I have done, some research yeah. and uh and i've talked to guys that work in those shops because i'm interested in it and so i know a little bit enough to enough to make me just a slightly knowledgeable <laughs> right right man i'll tell you uh, what lonnie gets a lot of shout outs all this podcast yeah he does that's because he keeps shouting at us that's right stop shouting at us yeah. Lonnie. <laughs> we're doing the best we can yeah we are uh uh it's easy. If you don't like it, hit the pause button. <laughs> yeah. Unsubscribe. unsubscribe. No, don't do that. Don't do that, though. Before we, you unsubscribe, let us know what we can do to be better. You at, least yeah. give us, at least give us one more chance. Yeah, right. That's right. And to do that, just go to goodsharepodcast.com slash I might unsubscribe. And right there, you will find a form. And you can fill out the form, and it, and it will be anonymous. Right. Right. You don't even have to tell us who you are. Yeah. You don't have to tell us who you are, but just leave your name. Just leave your name and your number and your address. Yeah. Uh. And your social security number. No, I'm just kidding. So you can go there and anonymously leave uh, what would they what they call those at sh- work like where you would work a comment box or a, yeah yeah is that uh, what, suggestion like, box suggestion yeah, box yeah. it'll be you know what that's what it will be it'll be goodsharepodcast.com slash slash suggestion box perfect I like that yeah and that's then S U G G is that G G don't spell it if you don't know how I believe it's S U G G E S T I O N B O X yeah, it'll be it'll be that <laughs> what he said. Suggestion hyphen, which is a dash. Oh, right. So suggestion dash box. You okay. know what? I'll make it suggestion box all one word. I'll make it a bunch of different ways. That way, <laughs> you can no matter it, what no you matter. type, you're gonna wind up there. <laughs> you can type in goodsharepodcast.com slash this podcast sucks and it'll still take you to the right place. We'll make it SB slash SB. Uh, this we'll is make so it, complicated. We'll make it slash shitbox. We'll make it slash <laughs> uh, <laughs> BS for bullshit for box suggestion. Uh, the, G, it, the GSBS. <laughs> all you have to do is just get an S in there and a B and it will get you to the place where you need to go. 
Um, actually, that that would be fun, and then we could, if we get enough of them, it would be fun to read some on a on oh, a, anonymous, but like read some on on a podcast, and maybe yep. we can, you know, discuss. Oh yeah, well maybe we should do that, or no, we don't want to do that. So sorry, or whatever. Yeah, you know? that'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be a good time. That yeah. way you're not committed to having to comment on YouTube. So on YouTube, right, some, right. some people like the trolling and thing, and yeah, some sure, people don't sure. really get into it. But this will be more. This will be more isolated and personal. You know, direct to you and I. Yes. And, yeah. Yeah. Way way cool. Way cool. I'm glad. I'm glad I thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what are we going to talk about today? I know you're excited about this one. I am kind of excited about this one because there's. He, this is about to be your wheelhouse. This is my. This is because I'm interested in all kinds of different things, and one of my passions is tools. I love. I just freaking love tools. That's why I we're have, friends because I'm a tool. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many tools for friends, but. <laughs> um, no. So today we're going to do part two of our favorite gear. Uh, tools and gadgets, gadgets. or tools, uh, or sorry, gear, gadgets, and tools. Yeah. Um, the old GGT. The old GGT. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're, we're in a mood today. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, okay. So, I'm not exactly sure how long this one will run because I, w- you were a little hesitant about the the tool section because you're like, what am I going to talk about? I, but, <laughs> well, I, not not hesitant, but I just feel like this is going to be one where I don't uh, contribute contribute quite as much. But that's fine because I definitely had a four part series where it was pretty much just me talking. So I, I still think <laughs> I still want to do the episode because you're probably going to teach me some things or remind me of some things that I forgot <laughs> as far as tools but i you know i did try something today so I, did I'll, you i'll did, share did, that yeah. did you the yeah yeah, yeah. i'll yeah, share right. that yeah when we get there <laughs> cool it had like 50 percent success yeah yeah but okay. i was still able to fix the problem awesome it just wasn't i couldn't use just solely that method i gotcha well very good yeah good i'm glad to I'm all glad right well to hear that i'll see you next week that's all, all i'm right. saying all right, see Later. you, Matt. <clears throat> okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, so uh, what do you want to start with? Like gadgets? Gadget, gadgety type of stuff? I mean, that's that's fine. Whatever, yeah. Yeah, let's do gadgets. Let's do some gadgets. Okay. And this, this will be, I'm thinking just this will be pretty light and. You know, it won't be anything in too crazy amount of detail until we get to some of the tools. And then, of course, I'm going to lose my mind. But yeah, I'm going to go take a lunch break and you'll still be talking. <laughs> I'll still be talking about, uh, you know, Oscar reciprocator saw so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. OK, so uh, I'll start off with one uh, that's just kind of quick and nerdy and, and it's not so much nerdy. I mean, a lot of people have these. I mean, actually millions of people have them and it's not that big a deal, but it is something that I do enjoy. And it's funny because I started using it and then I was like, eh, and then I'm back to using it again. And it's really based off of uh, us trying to get uh, our uh, act together as far as getting in better shape. Okay. It, it's my Apple Watch. Ah, uh, yes. 
my apple watch i i really really like my apple watch um for a a, a multitude of reasons um <clears throat> it has siri built into it so whenever somebody texts me i don't have to grab my phone i don't have to go find my phone or anything <clears throat> um i just uh say hey you know hey you know and <laughs> Siri starts listening yeah. and uh, you just say what you want it to text back and it texts the person back. You don't even have to hit send or anything. It's pretty awesome. Um, it now will show me emails, which it that I don't know when they changed that exactly because I stopped wearing it for a while. Yeah. Um, so I like that. I can delete the email. Like if it's an email that's kind of a spammy sure sure but it's something you know because i i do subscribe to like tool websites yeah <laughs> so i can see course. what's going on sure. uh but if it's something i already know about or whatever i can just delete it from my watch and i don't have to see it on my phone or anywhere else um nice. of course phone calls that kind of thing especially uh another gadget that goes along with them really well is the apple uh airpods whether you have <clears throat> the pros or the non-pros they're both fantastic the connectivity is immediate um the non-pro ones I find do better with isolating voice, uh, so you don't pick up as much like uh, ambience or wind noise. Mm. Where the the pro versions I've noticed they're they're you have too that they're yeah. they're a bit they pick up a bit wind, um, but <clears throat> they 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 will uh, pair up. Uh, so if you get in a call, the watch will show like an you know answer button but it show if you have an airpod in it'll show a picture of the airpod saying well you're going to answer and it's going to pick up on your airpod so that's oh, cool. nice yeah really cool um and then of course the tracking for uh, uh exercises sure uh the 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 the, the <clears throat> tracking for mileage is incredibly accurate accurate especially on series three and four because it has built-in gps plus it has uh uh, what is it? Uh, oh, um, the CDMA tech. So it connects to um, your 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 um, Verizon Verizon network oh, or right. AT&T, yeah, yeah. uh, which is also super super neat because <clears throat> before I switched to Visible, which I like Visible. Um, it's another company that uses Verizon's towers, but they're not yet allowing. I think it's called Micro S Micro S. Uh, Micro SIM, they're not allowing, or eSIM, eSIM, it's called eSIM. They're not really turning on eSIM e yet. Uh, I think it's some, some customers are, it's eligible because of region, but it's not eligible everywhere. So I can't like get this on the network yet. Mm. But as soon as Visible turns it on, I did have it on for a while with Verizon and it was really, really slick, man. I mean, I, I had my watch and, and my airpods and i left my phone at home and anybody calls me i could i could pick it up from my watch anywhere it, it, you know it's so amazing yeah and it worked fantastic uh but since i switched to visible i lost that uh at benefit for now right. um so that's that's uh that's for my first little gadget uh that i do enjoy using and i do like um but i feel like it comes and goes but whenever i'm in the health and trying sure, to sure. work, I, I enjoy having it because it does keep tabs on my heart rate, and um, I use it as a gauge, you know, just gauging sure, that. Sure. But I, I really like it when, I, especially if I'm going out on a walk, because it's fun to, you know, see just how far you you've gone yeah. in the amount of time. You know, it's cool. And I know you have something similar to that. 
I do. I have a Fitbit Charge 4 that I like for almost all the same reasons. It obviously doesn't do near what your Apple Watch does, but I also don't really It's not care. near the size either. No, it's a lot smaller. And and it, was, it, it was a lot cheaper. I got it on I sale for like 120 mine, bucks. And I have to charge mine every day. I mean, it can only really last me like maybe 8 to 10 hours. Yeah. And I mean, I charge mine every day, but I I could probably go like an entire weekend without charging it if I had to. And that includes like using it for exercise and stuff where it's wor- it's actually doing more. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like and working harder to track stuff. Since we were talking about them, like I didn't realize all the other things that they do now. Like when they first came out, like it was basically yeah, it just was like heart just rate and steps and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but I do like that it tracks heart rate. I feel like it's pretty accurate with heart rate. Mm-hmm. Tracks your steps. It's got built-in GPS. Like it, you, the old one I had, you had to if you wanted the GPS to work, you had to have the app open on your phone and have your phone yes. with you. But right. now you don't have to do that. The GPS is built into the thing, and I find that it's pretty accurate too. Um. But yeah, it'll forward texts to it. I mean, you can read them. You obviously can't respond to them or anything, but you can at least read them. You can see who it's from. It'll show who's calling you. Uh, it it actually, it's got a weather thing on there, so I can look at the weather on there for uh-huh. like wherever. Um, and if I use Spotify, which I don't because I personally don't like Spotify, but if I did, I could actually control, if I was playing music on my phone from Spotify, I could control it on there. Oh, nice. I wish they would do it with Apple Music, but since it's Apple Music, they're not probably allowed to do that. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. I think they opened that up. I think now it's open. Uh, if, really? Because I follow well, maybe, some of that stuff. Maybe they Fitbit. used to sandbox a lot of that yeah. stuff. Maybe but... Fitbit just has an exclusive thing with Spotify, which Fitbit they, is owned by Google now, too, so I don't know. Oh, really? Google bought them earlier th- earlier this year, I think, or late last Google year. Google bought yeah. Fitbit? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Interesting. So what what kind of tools do you want to talk about? Well, I have another couple I have a couple more like just gadgety things that oh, okay. I, I really like and okay. I enjoy. Uh I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one out here because we've used this one quite a few times. Remember that guy? Oh, I do remember that guy. That guy the has Zoom. been pretty clutch. Yeah. The, the Zoom Handy Recorder H two. Now this was the generation one of this little recorder. It's a little SD recorder. We used it on uh, a couple things that we did. Hot butter yells. Yeah. Was this our room mics or our overheads, or was it both? Yes, I believe we had. I believe we <laughs> yes. had. A, we had a kick mic, and maybe a snare mic, and then because there's like there's two sets of stereo, right? And there's one yeah. that's like wider, and yep, one there's that's two mics think, in the front. There's two mics in the back. I th- whichever ones are a little narrower. We had those pointed at the kit. Yep, and 90s. The, the ones that are wider, we had facing away, and those were like our room mics. Yeah. But you know what? After you blended everything together, it like, was it like the tightest, most defined drum sound ever? No, but for what we were going for, it had like a nice like rocky, you put a little compression yeah. on it, it was like a nice rock drum sound. Yeah, yeah, it sounded great. Yeah, and Espe- it, especially it takes- considering the drums were set up in your <laughs> dining room. Yeah, and we have what, a mattress behind you or something, just trying to behind kill me, some and stuff. I think against those your French doors to the to the deck or whatever. Yeah, yep. Somewhere so, on YouTube, that video is still out there, I believe. That's true. Somewhere out there, you can see fat mm. ice, <laughs> fatter ice. I forgot that we did. You, I used to that. be fat. I still am, but I used to be too. I used to too. <laughs> so yeah, the Zoom Handy uh, Recorder H two. 
they make these little things that Zoom make. They're really uh, decent. They're, they're real. I can't complain. They're really good. I've not yet had a, a card read error or a write error to a card. So uh, 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 good for Zoom. Uh, then, then I have Good this. <laughs> then I have this other one. This little guy here. Oh, yeah, it's about the size. It's a little bit smaller than like a handheld microphone. It's called the uh, Zoom Handy Recorder H1N, not the H1N one, just the right. H1N. You don't. You don't want the H1N one. Just H1N. no, you don't. No, just the H1N. Uh, it has a really nice screen. It has two microphones on the top, left and right, and they're 90 degree split. <clears throat> it also has this nice little dial right here uh, that you can set your mic gain. Oh, nice. uh, it has a, a, a screw hole in the back for a um, quarter inch thread for a mic stand or a camera mount. Um, and it takes a, a micro SD card up to, I think, 64 gigs. Uh, it can do MP3s and waves, and uh, I think the you, highest... What if you have more shows on your calendar than just 64 gigs? Then what do you do? Uh, then you have to get another card. <laughs> that joke never gets old. No, it doesn't. never gets old because it was never young. <laughs> <laughs> so really, really cool, uh, cool recording device there. Um, and then you just received one of these, and uh, it is the Tascam... Oh, yeah. I need to open up uh, that box. DR10L. Uh, this is really cool. It works pretty much exactly the same way, except in this case, it will take a uh, quarter-inch TRS. Uh, that's a tip ring sleeve for all you non-audio guys. Um, input uh, on a um, lavalier mic or any microphone that would work off that. And I believe it has to be dynamic because this does not send power mm. down the line. It does work off a micro SD card the same way as all the Zoom ones do. Uh, it takes a just a tiny little uh, uh, AAA battery, one AAA battery in the back, and that will last, I think, six hours or four or six hours, something like nice. that. Long enough. Um, and it will go up to a 64 gig card as well, I think. It might be more than that. It has a headphone for monitoring. Mm -hmm. It has a nice little screen on it. It doesn't give a whole lot of information, but it's really easy to read. The menu in this thing is really easy to navigate, and there's not like a whole bunch of crap on it to get lost in. It also has USB uh, hookup, so you could... I don't think you can use this as an interface for your computer, uh. but I... I believe you can use it to pull the information off the card right, in case right. you don't have a card reader. Uh, the Zoom also has a USB plug on it as well. Um, micro USB. Um, yeah. Are there any other like little gadgets around that you have? You know one thing I really like, which hmm. at first I used to be like, ah, oh, it's like kind of a dumb gimmicky thing, but Remo makes this drum key. Okay. I was wondering if you were going to talk about drum key. <laughs> it's super hefty. But the, there are a couple things I like about it. A, if you look at the top. It's a hex, right? You can put it in a drill. <gasps> which I've never used it for that. Because I actually, oh. I actually have a drum key drill bit. But I still have never used it for that. Because <laughs> I've never been in like such a hurry to change a head that I had to use a drill. I mean, I can change a head conventionally pretty freaking quickly. 
But okay, so the things I like about this, it's magnetic. Ooh. So you know, like if you if you are trying to change your head quickly or whatever, and you like you want to pull the the rods out, like once you get it loose and it's all the way out, you pull it out. Oh, nice. Like, that's super handy. I like that there's this grippy thing on top because a lot of times, like the way I like to to tune, if I'm putting new heads on or just even just putting like reheading a drum with an old head, mm-hmm. is you want to get all the tension rods to finger tight evenly across before you start like, cranking down with a drum key, right? You just want to do it with your fingers and get them all. So the head kind of, so the, the head the, will be pulled down evenly and it won't be like this or like this or yeah. whatever. The problem is, at least for me, maybe I have sensitive hands, but like you start doing that on the tension rods first, your hands get greasy, but then the threading on the rods will like tear up your fingertips. And so by the time you go to play, like that's no fun. Yeah. This makes it super easy to do the same thing because if I'm using this as my torque, I can only tighten the key, the the drum key or the tension rod so far. You know, yeah. this is obviously a lot easier. But just doing this, like once I meet resistance, I can I can't, you know. So right. if I can bring up every tension rod to to the relatively same tension with with that, then I can do like okay, one full turn, one full turn, and go around. And before you know it, like the drum is where I want it to be. I see. It's like kind of a dumb thing. It's a little more expensive than a drum key should be. I think I paid like ten bucks for it, but. But it's definitely handy. And, dude, if you have two of them, which I do have another one in a stick bag somewhere, <laughs> changing a head becomes super easy because you can just work your way across. Oh, yeah. And pull them out and, like. So fast. It's pretty quick. Um, that's slick. Yeah, man. I don't know. I just thought of that right now because I happen to see it over here. Yeah, but, that's good. And, like, other other companies, like Tama makes a key that has, it's not magnetic, but it does have this thing on top. But, but like, this also chews up your fingers after a while. Is it knurled? It's knurled. Well, sort of. I don't know if you can see. Oh, okay. But I it see. isn't. It doesn't have, like, a rubbery grip to yeah. it or anything. Right. And I think Evans probably makes one, too, that is knurled. But it's, like, that still hurts your fingers. Like, if you have to do an entire set of drums, like, right. by the time you get to the last drum, you're like, fuck, this hurts. With that, <laughs> it's fine, you know? It's, like, feels good. Right. Okay, I got one other thing, and I just hold thought on. about it because I'm wearing. Hold, well, you just did it. like seven in a row. Well, I'm damn quick though. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to like do like a, a bunch more, and then you not still not have anything to talk about. Well, I only have one more. Okay, so do all yours, and then I'll do my last <laughs> one. We got to get the tools, son. I know. Well, I just this is just going to be this is going to be just the gadgets episode. <laughs> no, because tool one, I don't think will be. Like, there's just a couple things I want to say. Okay, okay, so this thing is really cool. This is the DaVinci Speed Editor Pro. Oh. Um, <clears throat> or just Speed Editor, sorry. Uh, <clears throat> this uh, works with uh, um, um, DaVinci Resolve. Uh, it's a Blackmagic uh, keyboard. It has all of the shortcut keys. It doesn't have, like, a full set of, you know, it's not a full set keyboard. Now they do make one. It's a whole keyboard along with kind of this like placed and the buttons placed in other places around the keyboard. Yeah. <clears throat> but this thing makes editing video uh, incredibly quick. Uh, adds some stuff I didn't even know DaVinci Resolve did until I actually got this. 
and I hit a couple buttons and it flips the screen and flips the whole interface and changes everything uh, without me having to touch the mouse at all. <clears throat> like I'll edit our entire podcast on this and I won't even touch uh, my keyboard or mouse. Wow. The shuttle wheel is weighted. So oh, it feels nice. it feels really good yeah. uh, underhand um, and it's smooth and everything on here is very tactile and it feels really nice. Um, and anything that you're going to need access to that's uh, super duper important, it's on here. Uh, and they leave off all the unnecessary stuff that's not, you know, that big a deal. Right. Okay, so that covers that guy. You want me to go? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, the earbuds I'm wearing. I was going to, I was at, at the very beginning, yeah. I was going to be like, Maybe you should mention the earbuds. So I, ha I have like these. really good in-ears from JH Audio that I love, that I use yep. with David and and whatever. But these earbuds are just Sony. And I, I, I honestly can't even tell you what the model is. This is like probably my fifth pair of them. And I have some that have like, the, it's like the three-way with the microphone on them too, but I don't use those right. anymore because my new phone doesn't have a headphone jack. Right. But... Dude, these things, uh, I had them a long time ago with my old my iPhone 4, right? Just to like uh -huh. listen to music. And they sound so good. And then a few years ago, uh, I was, when I started playing Broadway again with Kelsey, like most of the time when you play down there, well, it might be different now, but the places that I play with her most of the time, I'm just using a wedge. But I still like to have click for a lot of her songs. So the thing I like about these is I can run click just to myself with these, but they don't isolate. They like they work as earplugs. They probably are shaving off like five or seven dB, like enough to protect your ears, but sure. not so much that you feel like you're in a different room from everybody yeah. else. Right. But so I'm I've got earplugs I got for ear protection, but then I can have the click just loud enough that I can hear it. Which is great. And then early on in downtown band, when my all my David stuff would just stay on his trailer, so my ears were just in my stick bag on his trailer because we were going out all the time. Yeah. Um, I was like, well, crap, I don't know what else to use for in-ears. And then I remembered I had an old pair of Shures, single drivers, and I brought those with me, but I brought these. And, dude, they don't. Like the Shure's isolated more because they had the foam tips. Sure. But I'll be damned if these don't sound 20, 30 times better. Oh, I bet. They sound, for, and I get them at Target for like 10 or 15 bucks. They sounded amazing. Wow. And the thing I liked is like, I didn't have to put as much drums in my ear mix because they didn't isolate as much as the Shure's. Like uh -huh. I had just enough, but then I could hear everybody else. Uh, they're super comfortable to wear. They're obviously not like over the ear or anything, but yeah. man, for like a for like an in a pinch, I wouldn't even say in a pinch. Like I would use these if I had to, and be pretty confident that like I could hear everything I needed to in a live situation. I used to track with them. That's crazy. At the at the old house at the at Barnstar Studio, <laughs> I went through a phase where I was tracking with these. Because I just preferred the way they sounded. And then I got some, Vic Firth makes some really good, like, isolating headphones that 
they actually there was an original pair that they sounded okay, but it, the thing everybody liked about them was that they just isolated so well. But then uh-huh. they put in better drivers, so oh. they isolate just as well as they used to, but they also sound a lot better. So I've been tracking with those more. But for okay. a while, I like I wouldn't even track with my you know three hundred dollar in ears. I would just put these fifteen dollar things in and be like, these sound great. I think I'm gonna go buy a set of those, dude. Uh, just I, I've, because I've the only thing I've heard is that there's like a Bluetooth version, and everyone says the Bluetooth version sucks. Like the Bluetooth part of it. Is oh terrible. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. But but dude, just the wired I'm just gonna get the ones. One. Yeah, I'm just gonna get the wired ones. Yeah, like, golly, I don't know, man. I think they sound really good. I mean, I've got a set of um, I've got two pair of um, West tones. Yeah, well, you're wearing some right now, right? <laughs> yeah, I am. Yeah, and. These are the not the UM the the ambient version. So they le- they okay, let yeah. audio come through. And I love them. I love Weston. These both of them I have are triple driver. Um and they sound fantastic. Uh they sound light years better than anything Shure makes. I'm oh yeah. not a fan of any of Shure earbuds at all. As far as I'm concerned they're just once you use something Starter else, bucks. you're like, oh. Yeah. I mean, it's like fun. If you've never used inners before and that's your first thing, it's still better than a wedge. Absolutely. But then you upgrade to like better earbuds and you're like, oh man, I didn't realize I didn't realize how like mid rangey the sure sound. There's not many lows, there's not very many no, highs. No, it's not very crisp. Like the frequency range is about that big. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of mud. Just yeah. you know, a little mud. Even the two double or triple driver Shures, I believe that the West Tone single driver sound far better yeah. than those. Um, just the clarity, man. I mean, it's not all about volume. <laughs> yeah, it's about definition, right? If if the if the definition is good, you don't have to run them as loud. That's that's absolutely. You don't right. have to run them as loud. You I still do. You still do. <laughs> and I used to, but I still do too. <laughs> That's the thing I always say is like, are there are nights where I'll run my pack so hot that like at the end of a show I'll pull my in ears out and I'm like, oh, things are quieter. It's supposed to be the opposite. It's supposed to be like yeah. you pull your in ears out and everything around you gets louder. But it's like, oh, I was running my pack pretty hot that night. Yeah, I will say there's only been I think ever since I started running ears, which we, you and I kind of did that at the same time. Yeah, oh, oh three, oh, oh three, yeah. Yeah, 03. Yeah. Ever since then, I've only had, uh, when I'm running ears, I've only had probably, I'd say, four gigs that I've had ringing. Really? Yeah. Wow. yeah. But I don't, I'm real, I'm conscientious about my volume. Not to the point where I'm a super nerd and worried about, oh, I'm going to hurt my ear. Well, not sure, that part. But... I just don't like the ringing later. Yeah. It's not fun. Trying I, to fall asleep with that. I definitely have a little bit of that every it's not there all the time, but there mm-hmm. are there are days or nights where it's like, ooh, I should probably take well, care of that. I would cons- I, I would say that that's just gonna be a, a different situation between a guitar player and a drummer. Well, for sure. And it's it, what's really interesting is that I definitely have lost more hearing in my left than in my right. And I think that is from years long before I was using in-ears where if you're playing a show with a wedge 
Oh, it's, it's always, always on the left side. If you only yeah. have one, it's always on the left side. Yep. And, uh, you know, if you think about how you sit at a drum kit, like, out of the three things you're playing the majority of the time, snare drum's kind of center, kick drum's yep. to your right. Yep. And hi-hat, which is like all the high-frequency cutting sound and a little bit of snare drum, is on your left. Yeah. So I think those two things, the wedge being over there and the and the hi-hats and stuff like and probably just, you know, being irresponsible when I was young and not wearing earplugs, like Sure. Definitely shaved off some high end on this ear. Yeah. Cause mm. I can definitely notice a difference. Like if I if I have plugged both my ears and then I pull my left pull it like op- let my left ear open. Yep. I can hear, but things aren't quite as crisp. And huh. if I pull my right finger out and then plug my left ear, like it sounds normal, but just not as loud. Right. Do you know what I, you know what I mean? So, yes. Uh, wow. Yeah. Take care so, of your ears, people. Yeah, and that's another thing about drummers and guitar players or anybody else that's not stuck in a seat, right? So, like, yeah. <laughs> I, there's been instances like in with sound companies where some of these guys, let's face it, just because they have sound companies doesn't mean they know what they're doing. Um, So they had a lot of money to buy gear. (laughs) That's right. And they hire gorillas to push cases around. So these gorillas also push knobs and they don't know what they're doing. So you'll wind up on stage and you'll be trying to gesture to the monitor guy. Hey, I need, you know, less of this or, or I need that down or whatever. And next thing you know, your monitor's been increased by 20 decibels. With a guitar player, <clears throat> I can walk 30 feet away from it and right. be like, okay. But as a drummer, I'm you're sorry. stuck in a seat and you have to deal with it, which reminds me of a show we did in <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah. I was just thinking of that show. Yeah, yeah dude. Aerosmith was going to be there. <laughs> That's what the was with the uh, homeless guy in front of the stage the local kept homeless. telling us. Yeah, but no, yeah, that I was thinking of that gig when we were talking because that was a huge wedge. Yeah, whatever they were 15 using, fifteen and a. And I think a, it was like one, two fifteens. It, it was like a been, square. It was yeah, massive. I think it was. It was a two fifteen shared in the middle was a one inch horn. I mean yes. that thing yeah. was a and it was oh my gosh it had to be every bit two hundred pounds. Yeah, and. You know, we were sharing audio with whatever bands were before us. So we get up there. Yeah, and it's set a festival up, style. And like that monitor set to the guy before me, and it's ungodly loud. It was unbearable. Like after like, we're in the middle of the first song, and yeah. I'm trying to look. Well, I don't think there was a monitor guy. I'm pretty sure it was just front of house was also doing monitors. So he's, yes. yeah. he's 100 feet away in front of the stage. But I'm trying to signal to get him to turn it down, and it keeps getting louder. Like, he's turning it up. Dude, it was And I remember, so loud. like, three or four songs in, I finally had to get your attention and be like, Ryan, you got to help me, like, point this thing away from me or something because it's killing me. And we, like, <laughs> turn, we, like turned it so it was just, like, pointed towards the back of the stage. Yeah. And after afterwards, but it the, was still too loud. It was still wasn't it? oh, it was un, I think we just ended I, up unplugging it. I did. We? Yeah. I, I, like in the middle of the show or a set or whatever. I just you, you were like, dude, I can't this is it's, I mean, like it's we were 20 30 minutes into the show and I already started to have like, you know that thing where your ear starts to like fuzz over? It distorts. Yeah. Like that yeah. was already happening. Oh gosh. I've only had that happen feeling. two or three times in my life, but you're just like, oh, I've just I 
I've lost all my hearing. Like that's how quickly it happens. You know, I right. mean, it came back, but like it was scary. And I was like this jackass. So right. after the show, he came up and he was like, man, it was something. Cause he saw that we had like turned it, turned and, unplugged it, it. and it unplugged. It. He was, like, was something, was something wrong with the drum wedge? And I was like, yeah, I kept trying to get you to turn it down and it kept getting louder. And he goes, Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were signaling for me to get louder. I've never had a drummer tell me to turn it down. And I was like, what do you think this means? <laughs> like what? Because I was like frantic about it. It was like yeah, every I opportunity I had to play with one hand or every opportunity between a song, I'm going, hey, hey, like, hey, turn can you down. turn that thing on, please? That <laughs> yeah, thing down yeah. there? Can you what? turn it's it like, on? It's <laughs> like, what does he think I'm saying? Which that, Holy shit. that reminds me, and I'm pretty sure you told me this story. If you didn't, somebody did. And it's a story I've retold many times because it just blows my mind. But I think you told me. And I don't remember who the band was. But there's a story of there was like some band playing and it was it was backline audio. It was like house audio somewhere, big festival thing. But it was like a big band. Like they had like a horn section, like two guitar players, loud, B three player, with like an actual uh Oh gosh, what's the a Leslie? Thank you, a Leslie on stage and and for those of you who don't know what a Leslie is, it's, it's a cabinet that holds a speaker and a horn that rotates. Yes, for a B3 it makes a really organ. cool sound. And it's really really cool and really loud and really heavy. Yeah, <clears throat> but this was probably in like the seventies or eighties, so in ears weren't even a thing. But they start playing. And the drummer is looking at the monitor guy and he's like, I, you know, this isn't working. I've got nothing. Like I've got nothing. Turn it up, turn it up. And the monitor guy is like, he's turning knobs and he's pushing faders. It goes on for like two or three songs. Right. And it's like yeah. a, it's like a big wedge where it's like, there's probably like a 15 or an 18 and then like a dual 15 and a horn. Like it's yeah. basically like half of a small front of house PA. Right. It's also known as like a large stage side fill. Yes. A side fill. Thank you. Yeah. Right. Like that's basically what the drum. Are you the one that told me this story? I don't think I was. Okay. I, I, wish I, I, remember, could... you, I remember you telling me this story. I though. wish I could remember who told me. Anyway. So that, I mean, it's got more than enough power to like kill somebody. Right. But yeah. he's like, I'm not hearing anything. Turn it up, turn it up. And finally, the monitor was, engineer realizes that the fader, muted, right? the or, fader, yeah, the fader for that aux send is like all the way up, but the send is muted. And so he's been making all these adjustments for 15 minutes, turning everything up as loud as it goes. And instead of bringing everything back to where it was, he just unmutes it. And it, the story goes that like in that instant, like the, the drummer lost all his hearing. Because yes. this thing just like blew him out of the water. Right. It was literally like this guy hit a button and ended that, that guy's was, career. That was it. That was the end of it. Yeah. Yep. So it's like always, <sighs> always. That is why I don't like to wear in-ears if I'm not with like our sound guys. Yeah. Our production guys. Or... If if I'm running ears and it's it's house production, then I and I have a pack. I'll only do it if I have a pack because if I want the a, limiter right. on. Right. If they're giving me a hardwired thing to a mixer, fuck that. No way. Yeah. No way. Because I don't trust. Well, and it's right. not just them. It's like, well, if a mic starts to feed back, 
and gets really loud. Like there's nothing in my signal path that's going to stop it from blowing my ears out. I can't right. react quick enough to turn it no. down. No. You know? No. Right. But I just don't trust who I I don't know who's running it. So I don't know how well they know the gear. They don't know how loud I like to run things or how quiet I want things. So uh in those situations I just I there's another gadget. Ear racers earplugs. Oh yeah. Fucking yeah. love them. Yeah, they're fantastic. Dude, they're just little like silicone type earplugs. They only think they're only like 7 or 10 dB. It's like enough that you can be in a really loud environment and at the end of the night your ears won't be ringing. It protects your ears, but it's the same thing as like these. Like it doesn't it's not like foam earplugs that just mm-hmm. make everything sound like this. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's quiet about kind of saying anything that's happening. Right. Like everything sounds the same, just quieter. Just quieter. Dude. Yep. And aside from getting like custom molded earplugs, that's like the best thirty dollars you can spend on earplugs. Yeah. I uh, use what? those all the time when Spider Wolf plays. Because we don't play to a click and we don't use in ears. We're always oh. on house production gear. It's right. always like that band is a loud band. I want it to be loud. I don't want right. to tell Ben to turn roll. down. I don't want to have to play quiet and like restrained. I want to play balls out. But I put those in. I played now, one Spider Wolf show without them and I regretted it for a week. <laughs> it was terrible. It was not a good idea. Spider Wolf, hard rock metal. What? Yes. <laughs> okay. I would say it's probably more hard rock. Than metal, right. I don't think it's like heavy hard rock. There are like some elements of metal, but I wouldn't call us a metal band. Okay. I got you. I was just curious. Yeah. But so, anyway. Yeah, Westone yeah. also makes uh, pretty much the competitor to, to, to the erasers. So. Oh, really? That's cool. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now they're a little bit more pricey. They're not molded. So yeah. they're, they pretty much look almost identical yeah. to their existing line. Um, but, uh, they do the, they do the same thing. And I think there, there's, you can exchange like a, a, a part. It's not, they're not electronic, but I yeah, think you yeah. can exchange a part and it will change whether or not it's a 10 dB dropper. They've or got 20. like filters for them or whatever. I, okay. I, I, I'm pretty sure that's yeah. what I had seen. I could be completely wrong, but. Well, either sure. way, listen, kids, protect your yeah. ears. You only, you only get one pair. Yeah, that's that is right. And, and, you know and once happened? you have to start wearing hearing aids, that's going to make it really hard to wear in ears on your gigs. So. Oh my gosh! Right? Ugh. You know what happens when the ringing is when that ringing? Do you know what is actually f- like, physically like happening? Tinnitus or whatever, like why? Like why it happens like that? I have no idea. So the little hairs in the ear, yeah, uh, eardrum, uh, when the sound waves are, when when they're being blasted like that they start to lay over oh and kind of fall down because it's those that need to pick up the sensation of the sound wave right that then tell the brain what you're hearing when they're laying down like that the ringing is them trying to stand back up are you serious wow I'm that's serious. Crazy. that's a good share <laughs> <laughs> so when you no i didn't know that yeah i didn't know that that's awesome yeah i mean it's so not it's, awesome but that's a nifty fact yeah so it's like and and uh 
it, they 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 fatigue. So the more times they get laid over like that, yeah, it takes it longer for them to stand back up. They're it they're not elastic, you know. Interesting, it, yeah. That slowly starts to become a problem. Oh, yeah. So that's that that is not the only way to lose your hearing. Sure, the hairs sure. fall over, but you can have all kinds of different things that happen. But I will say I am thankful that I. I have a, I know a few people that like have to sleep with a white noise machine, and I am not to that point yet. Because of the ringing. Yeah. Oh wow. Well, I, I think, do. I think sometimes it used to be because of my snoring, like on the road. But I don't snore anymore, and they still use it. And they're like, "Oh, I don't use this because you snore." They they're like, "I use this because if I don't." That, like it's really loud in my ears and it's hard to go to sleep. But if I have something else that's generating the noise, then I sure. don't, you know. So wow, isn't that weird? It's bizarre, man. I hope that I is. don't ever get to that point. Yeah, I don't want to ever become that dependent on like an outside source to fall asleep. <laughs> fall asleep. You know, Unfo- I, I I kind of experienced that for a little bit because when I lived in Philly, my apartment was right like right downtown. Uh-huh. So you had like. Downtown noise, there were like, you had fire truck sirens like every 20 minutes. You had cop cars. You just had street noise. And I got really used to like how loud it was. So I can Uh remember like after my first year and I came back home trying to fall asleep like at my parents' house over the summer or whatever and being like, it's like, I mean, Kashokton, there's nothing going on after 830. That's right. Everything closes. It's like so quiet. Even the hospital closes. (laughs) If they, if they were even open in the first place, uh, we're all out of bad dates, so we're we're closing early. <laughs> we're close. Uh, but but yeah, that was like, and even like moving down here after living in Philly, you know, like it was it was tough, man. Yeah, for a while, I wow. just got so used to like outside noise. And now, huh. now it doesn't, I mean, I'm fine either way, but <laughs> I have to sleep with a, a, a noisemaker. Like, do you really I have to? Yeah. I have to hear something. Something's, it keeps my brain from thinking. Interesting. Yeah. I have, I used to be like, um, just have a fan in the room and just yeah. run in. And now, now I've switched over. I have a, I use a Google home and I just say, Hey there thing play ocean sounds and so it just plays ocean but you're like sounds. listening to like actual sounds you're not just listening to like white noise or something no i'm no That's i'm I, i'm listening to like ocean waves dude i will say this sometimes and maybe this is a throwback to my childhood sometimes the sound of like a box fan dude i could take a nap to that oh, or the other thing which i'm so thankful it's baseball season now because like I love listening to baseball on the radio and with the MLB app on my phone, I can listen to the radio broadcast and like the last two or three innings, I'm usually in bed and I just have it loud enough next to my pillow that I can hear it, but it's not bugging Amy. Dude, I'll fall asleep to it all the time. And that's not, I love baseball. So it's not that I'm bored, but like the rhythm of listening to baseball on the radio is so soothing to me. (laughs) Like it's uh, a dude, it'll knock me out. Real quick. Yeah, because it is repetitious. Well, and it's just the whole thing of like, down and away, two and one. 
you know, like just things like that with like, and now, you know, last year it wasn't like this, but now that there's fans back in the, in the stadiums, like you hear that little bit of crowd noise, like the chatter. Yeah. Right. Dude. I mean, oh my goodness. It's, (laughs) I I love it. dude. (laughs) Baseball on the radio. My, if I had to list, like if I had to make a, a list of like, what are your favorite, what's your five favorite life, simple pleasures. That would absolutely be one of them. That's so funny. I love it, man. Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway. So just to kind of like come over the tool part of this for me, because yeah. I know like Yeah. You well, you want to tell my story quick? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I want to hear how this went. I had this happened in Ella's closet and then it happened in our closet. But, like, they, when they turned on the lights, on the fixtures, one of the light mm-hmm. bulbs just, like, shattered. That's so weird. And so, you know, I had to, like, pull the fixture down, dump all the glass out, which I had done that in Ella's room, but I hadn't figured out how I was going to get the bulb out yet. Because it's just, like, there's, like, the stem of the wire yep. and then the metal part that threads in right. to the socket. It's like, well, there's nothing that – I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And I had always heard about using a potato – but I was like, yep. I don't, does that actually work? So I asked you, and I actually asked Damon, not workout Damon, but contractor Damon, yeah, a while ago too, and he was like, oh yeah, that works. But I was like, I'm going to ask you because if it, <laughs> if, even if it works, you might know of something better, an alternative. Yeah, but uh, so I had to run to Kroger this morning, and I bought a potato because of course we don't have any potatoes in our house, you know, like. <laughs> um, and it worked, but it wasn't the total solution. Okay. Because the light bulb, like the, the wire was in there. So I had to take, uh, so you gave me a long time ago, some electrician's flyers that have like wire cutters on them. Oh yeah. Yep. And I cut that part off so I could just get a nice short thing to jab into the potato and it got it like started but then the potato, I don't know if the potato was just too soft or whatever, but then the potato was just turning and it wasn't, but it got it out enough that I, then I could take my, those pliers and grab the metal and do that thing. So yeah. without the potato, I probably could have done it, but it would have been a lot harder. And it, this, it was the same story for the other one in our closet. Like I cut the wire off and got all the extra glass off and put it in a bag and then jabbed it on there and got it like uh, out enough before the potato started getting too soft. And then I just used the pliers. Nice. Yeah. So, so you got it, got it, you got, got it out of there. Got it out. It worked. Put some led bulbs in there that are supposed to last like 13 years. So I'd never right. have to do it again. <laughs> next time, <laughs> next time that happens, we're just going to sell the house and move. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what I told you to do. You're like, yeah. Hey, do you have any suggestions? I said, yeah. Uh, put the house on the market. Put the house on the market. <laughs> As is. <laughs> That's like, I have a buddy, Chris Kimmer, who's a drummer, and we used to joke a long time ago, we would talk about snare drums and how you get, like, when the head gets to the sweet spot, like, it's been on there long enough that, like, the drum is just right where you want it, feel-wise and pitch-wise and everything, Uh and then we'd always be like, yeah, after that, it's like, you just have to buy a new snare drum, because you (laughs) you don't want to change the head or anything, like, you know, I can't get this drum to sound good anymore, I guess I'll just buy another one. (laughs) Uh Oh my gosh! You know how many people do stuff like that with things? Oh yeah, I do. Like actually. their cars. Oh, I know. It's ridiculous. Like, 
oh, it needs oil change. I'll just go get another car. <laughs> or it needs new tires. I'll just go get another I'm just, car. I'm buying a car. I'm buying, I'm buying a new car every three to 6,000 miles. <laughs> right. Man, I, we should we should do that. Should be a podcast sometime. Like our desert island vehicles. That would be oh, fun. I've got fun. quite a few of them. Well, we'd have we have to make it. I actually had an idea for like every now and then to do an episode of the Good Share podcast, and we'll call it a short list. And you're only like like your top five movies, your top five TV shows, your top five oh, whatever. Yeah. But you can only do five. So however many you you have, you have to narrow it down to like these five. That sounds and good. Like a good, I like share, that. good share short list or something. And they good can be quick. They'll be like a 20 or 30 minute podcast. Sure. Yeah. I dig that. I yeah. like it. Yeah. So be looking, be on the lookout for future episodes of those. Good share, good share short list. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Anyway, okay, so, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I know I've done similar things like that. Oh, I have now. too. Uh, especially with tools, especially with tools. If I have a, I have, I have two framing nailers, right? I don't do any framing. Um, but every time I have a framing thing that I've got to do, and usually when I'm doing a framing thing, it's something like what I did with you or my yeah. brother where I'm doing a whole basement remodel or I'm doing a building studio. Yeah. It's not like I'm d- nailing uh, a couple fence posts together or something. Right. Yeah. Or, you know, I wouldn't use a framing nailer for that because that would be the appropriate tool for that particular job anyway. Oh. But... Uh, it's not something lightweight. It's usually because I'm building a room or something. Um, but every time I wind up doing that, uh, I usually go out and I'll buy the latest, greatest framing nailer. Yeah. Because yeah. you know why? Because I'm doing a new project. Right. I have to have that. Plus, that's the fun of it is playing with the, the new tools. Anyway. I mean, it's not any different than music. Sometimes new gear oh, can inspire yeah. a new project or a new project Absolute. can, can yep. make you want to justify... Well, I really, really need this, you know. It's a massively motivating force, it is. Some, sometimes, you know. Yeah. And honestly, then you can look, you'll look back a month later and be like, I really didn't need, I could have, I, I had I, so much stuff I could have I, done just to find just, with, but. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. So when we were building your uh, studio, Barnstar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I was rolling around in the Bosch outfit. Yeah, you were all about Bosch back then. Yeah, you had was, it was like everything Bosch. It was Bosch. You had those like stackable work boxes and yeah, the L boxes. Is yeah, what they were yeah. called and and I still do have those, but I'm actually but I used be, to too. <laughs> I used to too, but I'm gonna be selling them. Um, I'm gonna be parting them out. Uh, because now I've switched over to the other side of things. And I am now on with Milwaukee. Wow. Now, for a long time, I was not a big Milwaukee fan. There was a lot of people that were majorly on Milwaukee and like the fanboys. So I had kind of a tough time with that because there was there was a few things about Milwaukee that I was like, mm. one is Milwaukee. At the time, it was still undecided whether or not the way they did research and development of their products was going to win whether or not it was going to last Mm. because they would develop like what they thought would be a cool product and they would do it. Oh man, they would do it. So they did it faster than just about any other manufacturer and they would release it as quick as they could release it. Yeah. And then 
I don't know how it worked exactly like behind the scenes, but this is how it felt. Hey, I got this idea. What is it? It's this. Oh yeah, let's build it. How many you want to do? Oh, let's do a hundred thousand of them. Okay. Box them up, send them out. And then they sell tons of them. And then the stores are like, Hey, got any more of those things? And they're like, no, we only made a hundred thousand of them. <laughs> okay. And they wouldn't have them anymore. Yeah. So whatever it was, like they come up with some really um, uh, innovative uh, electrical uh, tools, like hand tools. Yeah. And uh, once they started doing that, because I was majorly with Klein for a minute, uh, I started getting turned on to some of their electrical tools. And I was like, yeah, okay, these are these are actually pretty good. Uh, the They were relatively sharp. They were really, really strong, had lots of good leverage. They worked smooth. Um, there were a couple things about the, the, the wire stripper ones, yeah. which I think maybe uh, you gave you, me a pair. Yeah. Your, yours are red handle, right? Well, the ones that I just used today weren't strippers. They just had wire cutters, but I, you, oh. you left me a pair that are strippers. And I think they're either Klein or Milwaukee. I don't remember. I feel like they're Milwaukee, which is why you gave them to me. Cause at the time you were like, ah, I'm not into these, but I don't, yeah. rem- I don't remember. Well, their first generation wire strippers, this is the problem I had with them, is, uh, first of all, I don't like spring-loaded, that type of spring-loaded tool. I I don't like it in the wire strippers, and I don't like it in the lineman pliers, which are like the flat-nosed ones that can cut really heavy wire, but then you can grab things and pull them through walls and whatnot. And they've got really long handles, so there's tons of leverage. I don't like them being spring-loaded because uh, you do what you need to do. You throw them in your pouch or your back pocket. And if they're spring-loaded, they open, and it's just annoying as shit, or they fall out. Um, The other thing is, is when they are spring-loaded, and you got them in your pouch, and you go to grab them, you're closing them, and then they get caught on something. Pain in the ass. So uh, the first iteration of the wire strippers had a spring in there. But not only that, but they had a locking mechanism. Um, but it was plastic and, uh, it, it, it never slid smoothly. It was just, it was, it would slide up and down to lock yeah, in the yeah, plate. Yeah. Right. Uh, not, not very well done. Um, so I steered away from those and quit using them, but then they come out with an, uh, I think a third generation of those. And now it's got a metal clasp that swings up and down on a hinge and it's much more smooth and it works a lot better. And and then the where they put the spring in this one, you can just snag it and knock it out of there. Nice. Um, which actually makes them very usable. Um. Anyway, so I had lots of Bosch power tools. I had the Bosch drills. I had the Bosch impactors. I had the Bosch uh, called the the the, the brute, which was a four pole motor. Uh, drill, which was super duper strong, and it also had hammering function and all that. Uh, they, I had the Bosch uh, sawzall, I had the Bosch uh, circular saw, um, and all this was on their 18 volt platform. Uh, all worked relatively well. Uh, I lend the stuff to someone, and it wound up getting beat up pretty badly. Uh, the circular saw didn't make it. <laughs> I was just gonna say it wasn't me. <laughs> It wasn't you. No, I didn't lend it to you. It was not ice. So the circular saw wound up getting beat up pretty doggone badly. The the, the plate on it was no longer straight and oh, true. Geez. Yeah, it was bad. The sawzall, um, 
the over molding, the rubber over molding started coming off and the battery, um, uh, not compartment, but the battery, uh, uh, where you fasten the battery to the tool, the entire part of that, uh, yeah. cracked. So as the saw, anybody that's ever used a Sawzall knows that they vibrate like mad. And anytime it started doing that, the battery just flew out of the thing oh, because it, it wasn't fastened in. So that was pretty much trashed. Um, the drills took a beat and you could tell that the drills had taken a beat. And one of my favorite drills, which is the Bosch, um, impactor, but it has like this, uh, really cool thing where it's a half inch drive, like you would use on a socket, but in the center of it, you can stick a hex bit. Mm. So like a Phillips or, um, a drill, a drill bit that would yeah. go in hex. Um, so it was multifunction, but it worked great on like, um, half inch a drive um, sock, uh, uh, impact sockets. So if you're taking lugs off a car or something, uh, that drill, pretty doggone strong, pretty decent drill. But it took a beating too because all the lights on the front were all busted and came off of it. Um, but it still works. Yeah. And so does the four pole and so does the standard drill um, with a chuck. Uh, it, that All those still work. Uh, but they were all beat up pretty doggone bad. Plus, uh, I think two of the batteries, two of my larger batteries wound up, uh, needing completely replaced. It was a real bummer. Um, so I think it was maybe last year, possibly it was last year. I rebuilt the whole deck on yeah. my, on my house and <clears throat> the circular saw, my boss circular saw busted. No good. So I went out searching for, you know, better circular saw. And I was seriously considering like going with Mil or Makita because Makita makes a really nice line of stuff and their stuff is really pretty, pretty doggone good stuff. But not only that, you can kind of get it just about anywhere. Like it's easy to get. Right. That's the one thing about the Bosch stuff that I really was like bummed out about because I did like it because it was really strong stuff and sturdy. And uh, the drills are incredibly precise. Like the handling of them is really good. Um, the trigger sensitivity is, there's a lot to be yeah. said for that on the Bosch drills. But it's hard to find it. Like Lowe's has some stuff, but they don't carry the whole thing. They only carry like drills and a, and a Sawzall yeah. and then some of the batteries. Like, you know. Plus Bosch, they're slow to develop. They mm. are research developing maniacs they will sit on a tool no kidding for like four or five years before they even think about releasing it mm. so their their development of tools is just it takes a long time they're german engineered um and when you use one you can tell because they are very well built and the batteries the way they have the battery tech done inside and the way their battery chargers work with their batteries it's all ventilated uh they last longer yeah um so i switched over to milwaukee instead of makita because milwaukee ha the thing i liked about the milwaukee was they have this circular saw that is sort of like a warm drive and i don't know if you've ever seen one but it's where the the grip of it is behind the blade and and not okay. like so yeah. much on top, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So it's more like a warm drive, um, but it's not a warm drive. It's called it's called um, something else. I don't remember the name. But Makita made one. But the problem with that was Makita one uh, said it would do corded power. It had corded power, you know. 
but you had to have two of their 18 volt batteries in that saw mm. for it to function. So it's like operating at like 36 volts or something. So I didn't really like that yeah. because that means I had to have a pretty big investment on that saw because right. the saw itself didn't come with the batteries. And if you bought it with the batteries, then you could get a bundle deal, but it's still pretty expensive. But Milwaukee saw was still stating that it was, you know, quarter power. And on YouTube, I found some videos showing like that. Yeah. Okay. This, this is a pretty powerful saw works off one battery works off their one 18 volt battery. So mm -hmm. the 18 volt line is just, it doesn't, you, so far they haven't got a tool out that requires that you to put two of their 18 volt batteries into it. Right. Right. So I like, I like that idea. Plus they have a 12 amp hour battery, which is a freaking honking of a bat. I mean, it's a huge battery. It'll fit in this saw. So it'll take all the different M18 batteries. So if you really want really, really, really long, long run time, you can get the bigger battery. Um, so I've switched over to all that and the pack out system is infinitely better than the L boxes. Now they're a little bit bigger, a little bit bulkier, but boy, oh boy, are they built, they're built so good. They're built out of like fiberglass and nylon okay. or vinyl fiberglass, like it's fiberglass reinforced vinyl. So mm. the stuff is really, 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 really strong. Um, plus <clears throat> uh, my L boxes didn't have any of this, but you close the the case on a pack out. Uh, it's like a Pelican case. Uh, it has um, oh, a gasket. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. you can draw, you can drop them and fully submerge them and your stuff's not going to get wet. It's it, and, and you, if you leave it on job site or whatever in, in a garage, Rain. it's not heated or yeah. cooled. Oh, right. Right. Condensation is not going to build up inside yeah. the box and on your tools. Really, really cool. That's awesome. I, I, I really, really dig those tools a lot. Um, so there, I've wrapped that up. Uh, I kind of went off on a tangent for a minute, but I come back around. So that shall conclude our part two. Yeah. And this uh, this brief series of gear, gadgets, and tools. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you still awake? Did I, did I put yeah, you to sleep over I there? I heard something about 18 volt. 18 volts of something. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm here, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, <clears throat> I'm going to turn. Uh, hey! And, hey, man, I'm going to turn to look at you in your face. Oh, hey, buddy. I forgot, hey, I forgot man. you were over there. Yeah, I'm over here the whole time. Yeah, here, hey, I'm man. over here. Here, I'm going to I'm gonna hand <laughs> you a, uh, a, a cable. <laughs> you don't have a cable. How about a pen? I got a pen I'll hand you. Let me see it. I got a pen here. I'm going to hand you this pen. Uh, let me grab it from you. Wait, you're okay, over there, right? Yeah, let me grab it. Okay. Grab it. Oh, thanks. That's a nice yeah. pen. Wow, it looked yeah. a lot different over when you were uh, holding you know, I'm, it. I'm, 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 I'm going to actually need that back. Oh, oh, well, you can have it. Okay. Okay, yeah. There you go. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, no, no problem. Oh, you know what? Can I can I see that one more time? Yeah, sure. Just, sure, yeah. sure. There you go. No, here, let me grab that for me. Thank you. Right. <laughs> I just left it. I left it laying there on the, yeah. on the, on the table. What the, oh, that's cool. Here, I'll just, I'll, I'll give it back to you there. Okay. Well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Uh, <laughs> that will never get old. Um, 
Hey, man. Hey, what? I was just wondering. Did I, you know? I didn't. This th now. Hold on a second. You may know this. You okay. may know this I because you know, know the health and stuff. And oh, okay. This is a part. Uh, this has something to do with some of that. Okay. Uh, this is interesting because now that I'm reading this, I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna give this a whirl because okay. I'm 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 interested. Well, in you're this killing now. me. I want to know. Now. Did you know cauliflower dipped in barbecue sauce tastes almost the same as a chicken nugget, and it's infinitely healthier. Uh, I yes, good share, and I have heard that. I actually. I want to try this. I have a recipe saved on my phone for like buffalo cauliflower wings. Ooh! And I just haven't send me done the it. recipe. I'll I got to find it, but I have not done it. And I'm like, man, I want to try that. I've heard that numerous times. That like, if you if you dress up cauliflower the way you would dress up chicken, it, your brain just thinks it tastes the same. But I, here's the thing. Yeah, cauliflower is quote unquote healthier, I guess. It depends on what you're going for. Like, I like protein. Okay. You, Ch chicken's well, yeah. like not unhealthy. I mean, chicken McNuggets from McDonald's aren't good for you. But if you're like making your own chicken, do you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, my question is: Is chicken? How many more calories is chicken over? Like, if you're strictly talking calories? Oh well, then yeah, cauliflower is way less calories. Okay. Of course, of course. Okay. But okay. but like it's also just a fibrous carb. I mean vegetables are good for you, but like uh, It's funny. Uh, uh, certain people have always have always been like, "Yeah, man, I got to give up. I I really love wings and it's hard for me to give that up." And I just think that's funny cuz like I mean, yeah, wings are fried or whatever. But to me like out of all the things I think about that I used to eat, wings are not something that I feel guilty about eating now. They're not the best thing for me, but I can at least justify it and say, like, but it's, like, protein. It's meat. Like, yeah, yeah it's not the leanest form, and it, uh, it'd be better if it wasn't fried. But, like, it's not like I'm eat just eating, like, a mouthful of candy or something. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm not just eating Reese's Cups or something like That's that. It's not like I'm pounding donuts at the airport. <sighs> <laughs> what a glorious day that was. I'll tell you what, I need to get back to Fox's Donut Den and get me an apple fritter. Dude, I, I want to go get me a donut, too. Don't do it. No? But, no. I've I been mean, really good today. No. Well, keep being good. Be good tomorrow, too. Be good for another month and then see how you feel about it. Oh, uh, yeah. That's always I'll my rule. I always, like, if, if I'm having, like, a, a craving for something... I try and say like, okay, well, see how you feel tomorrow. And then if you can, if you go like two or three days and you still really want that thing, well then go indulge and like have it. But I think too often impulsive, we, we go, oh man, I could really go for a donut. Let's go get one. And it's like, you didn't even stop to think about like, yeah, you, who doesn't want a donut? Of course. But like, do you really, do you really want that donut? Like, are, are you going to? feel okay because yeah. like one or two donuts might not really negatively impact you uh on like a physical level but if it's going to cause you like mental and emotional anguish because all of a sudden you're going to feel guilty about it and be like well fuck now i'm like off of my yeah. i'm off my nutrition plan and on and like then it's not worth it but if you can wait out wait it out two or three days most likely you're either going to be too busy and you're going to forget about it or it's just going to go away on its own. Like, 
Sometimes mm-hmm. you just wake up and you like you you really want something, but that doesn't mean you like you actually really want it. But that my whole point is like if in two or three days you still really want that thing, well then by all means, if you've been doing good for uh-huh. a while, then go get that thing. Like I'm not anti treating yourself. But but I don't like to do it just right in the moment of like feeling like oh, I really <laughs> I really want this thing because that's not always yeah it's yeah, not I always accurate I can see that right but I also mm. don't want to throw away two perfectly good donuts <laughs> at the Omaha at the airport, airport? <laughs> so, so I guess I'm eating them taking one for the team I guess ah <laughs> oh, yeah I feel really good I just ate three donuts now I'll just sit my ass on a plane for three hours. <laughs> Here I am, watching Tenant on my phone, really working off those dones. Uh, working off those dones. I get uh, my my body's just a metabolizing machine. I can feel them just coming off. They're just sitting there like a big doughy, cakey brick in my stomach. Uh. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah, that is a good share, and I I think I I'm I'm gonna try that sometime for buffalo cauliflower. I think yeah, good. yeah. Anyway, hey, you got, you got one more? Hey, what? Yeah, I got. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I have I have I've uh, I've I have a couple more actually. Oh boy. Uh, you, in you America, do know, you do know we've been going for an hour yeah, forty five minutes for, for a long time. Yeah. Hopefully, we get some suggestion boxes. Yeah. Stuff. They're gonna be Remember, like your podcasts are way too damn long. <laughs> <laughs> by by about 45 minutes too long by about an hour and 40 <laughs> minutes too long we just want a five long. minute podcast all right in, in america did you know that you will see an average of five thousand advertisements a day good share so this this one i like this one oh, this God. will be the one that you'll be all like right, all right there oh. we go all right, let's hear it. Koalas never drink water. They get fluids from the eucalyptus leaves that they Good share. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening or watching the Good Share podcast. Hey, Ice, tell them what they can do. Well, if you're enjoying the show, please take a minute and like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. And don't forget to ring that bell so you never miss an episode. That's right. And if you want to know more, go to the Good Share Podcast.com. Say hi, Tim. Hi, Tim. Thank you.